What's up, everybody? This is Matt Matthews here with Real Talk Podcast. This is episode number five. And today we're going to be doing stuff a little bit different. Today I'm going to have a guest on our show who has been listening since the beginning. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about her life and um, see what she has to say. Today we have Alexa on with us. Alexa, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So, Alexa, tell me a little bit about yourself and um, what was your reason for wanting to be on the show today? I am a stay-at-home mother, and I have a little girl. She just turned four today. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. And so, um, the reason I wanted to be on was to get a little advice about my mother. Um, It's kind of like your situation little different um when I was three months old my dad died in a motorcycle accident and then after he died my mother got really really bad on drugs and so my whole life she had me up till I was two pretty much before my papa got custody he he raised me and um before then you know I'd be put in bad situations you know I've been to the beach and she was dating a guy on most wanted and the cops had to come down there and get me and it's been you know in and out with her my whole life and she always says she's gonna get help she's been in and out of rehab and basically just on drugs my whole life and I'm having a hard time of like forgiving her because I feel like why don't she Because my papa, he told from the beginning, you know, if you get a job and get a stable place, you can have her back. And she's never done that. And so I feel like she's never wanted me. So I've always felt like, you know, well, what's wrong with me that you don't want to do good to have your own child Mm -hmm. and let somebody else take care of it. And so she ended up, I have a little sister who is eight and she ain't as blessed as I was because she's growing up under her care from pillar to post and she don't have a stable home. She has um, a lot of issues like mentally because my mom will leave like during the night, will leave her and me and my mom don't really talk no more. I just got to where um, it don't, it still bothers me, but not enough to where I talk about it to people. Mm-hmm. But it's always in the back of my mind, you know, why don't you want me? Why am I not good enough? Well, I am, you know, I'm excited that, that you wanted, you know, to be on here and kind of share your story. And I'm grateful that you want my advice on this. Um, I'm, I'm obviously not a counselor or anything like that, but I have been through, you know, a lot of things as well similar to that growing up. And Alexa, the first thing that I just have to tell you is it has nothing to do with you. Um, And I don't know if you've been told that before, but it has nothing to do with you. And it is all about an addiction. And unfortunately, addiction is a very hard cycle to break. And unless you really, really, really try to break that cycle, it unfortunately, it consumes you, it consumes your life, and it will ruin your family and 
anybody that's in his path. So the first thing that I want you to know is, again, it's not, it's not anything about you. It's nothing, and it's not that she doesn't love you. Um, I can speak from experience with my biological mother. It is not that she doesn't love you, and it's not that she doesn't care about you. It's just the fact of she has an addiction and doesn't know how to be a mother because of that addiction and because she has to continue to feed that addiction. And the other thing is you can't make somebody change unless they want to change. You can't make somebody get off drugs. You can't make somebody not be an alcoholic. You can't make somebody do something that they don't want to do. So until it gets to the point where she decides, hey, I've got to get my shit together, um, you know, for my kids and for myself, she's not going to do that until she decides that she's going to do that. Nobody telling her to do something is going to make her do it. You, do, does that make sense? It does. I just think, you know, now that I have my own daughter, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mother. I've, I've been with her every day since the day she's been born. I don't pawn her all. Every now and then she'll go spend the night with her nana. But I couldn't imagine going days without seeing her or just dropping her off to go be with a man for a week or to go do drugs. And that's what I don't understand because I guess we look at it differently. Right. Okay. Well, and the thing is, Honestly, Alexa, you're not going to understand it because you're not an addict. And like I said, it's not that she doesn't love you because I'm sure she does. But when you are in that state and when you are an addict, you're going to do whatever it takes to feed that addiction. And there's going to come a point in her life where she realizes, and you know, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Like she may not, she may not ever get sober. You know, some people don't, some people try over and over and over and over and over. And it does not ever, it doesn't stop. The addiction never stops. The cycle keeps going and they're not able to break it. And until the, until you make the conscious effort to break that decision, to break that cycle and make the decision to break that cycle, it's going to continue to spiral. And, you know, they always say there's a rock bottom and there is, and I agree with that, but there's also people that never find the rock bottom, unfortunately, you know, and they just kind of get to the point where nothing matters except for that drug. And I hate to say this, but again, I've been there. You know, if it, it gets to the point, they have three options. They can get help and they can get sober. They can end up in jail or they're dead. Those are the three options. And, you know, it sounds to me like this has been a oncurring you know, an ongoing occurring pattern in her life that, you know, hasn't been changed and hasn't been broken. And the thing is, and I talk a lot about this in my book, that obviously you can't change her if she doesn't want to change, but you also can't enable her. You can't help, you know, you can't give her a crutch. And I have family members of my own that are addicts and I just honestly had to cut them off completely. And as hard as that is to do, Alexa, that is the best and healthiest thing that you can do for your life and for your daughter. Because if you keep allowing that in your life and you keep allowing the drama and the negativity to kind of that comes along with it, all it does is it hinders you as a person and it hinders your growth and it hinders, you know, your relationship with your daughter, because guess what? Your daughter starts to ask questions and your daughter starts to see things and then she doesn't understand. So you kind of have to eliminate the entire situation as a whole and don't allow it into your life. And it's a thing called tough love and it sucks. Um, 
my biological mother, my half brother and sister are all prime examples of this. And, you know, all of them, my biological mother passed away when I was 14, but my, my half brother and sister, um, you know, I don't have anything to do with because they could not stop the addiction. They couldn't, they could not break the cycle. And again, you know, kind of, I kind of talked about this a couple of episodes um, ago on the podcast, but addiction is a disease. And unless they are willing to change it and unless they're willing to break that cycle, there's not a whole lot that you can do. The only thing that you can do is stop yourself from being around the situation and taking out that toxic, toxic and that negativity out of your lives. Because I promise you, as bad as it sucks and as hard as it is to do that, when you have that out of your life and when you have that black cloud from over your head, then things do get better, you know, and it may not, it may not seem like it right now, but they do get better and things do get better. And, you know, you eventually learn that sometimes you just can't fix everybody. Right. And I understand that my mother, she's been in so many like wake up call situations, like in bad wrecks where she should have died. She's um, passed out, you know, in a bathroom, in a gas station, people's found her. My sister's been in the car. I'd have to go get her. I mean, she's just been in so many, you know, where she should have woke up to like, hey, maybe I need to lay off the drugs or mm-hmm. whatever. And it still don't work. And I got to where like now I don't really talk like about my feelings about my mother to people because it's just been the same thing. And it's like, well, she's never going to change. So it's just something I kind of deal with by myself. Mm-hmm. But it's just you know, you want your mother to want you. Like the girls that have great relationships with their mom, I envy so bad because I want that. I want a mom that's my best friend because that's how me and my daughter are. But I don't have that with my mom. And, you know, it's always been the drugs and the men. And when she was pregnant with my sister, you know, she did drugs the whole time. And then when my mom had her, um, she coded twice, like died and they had to bring her back. And that should have been a, hey, big wake-up call here. God's looking out for me or whatever you, you know, whatever you believe, you know, get off the drugs. I don't know. I get, I just don't understand, like, how come a daughter, I mean, a mother don't want their daughter. Right. And then I, I know this sounds bad, but a lot of times I wish it was reversed. Like, maybe if my dad was still alive, he would still want me. Right. And, you know, because I have a mother and she don't want me. She don't want nothing to do with me, pretty much. Well, and again, you know, like I said, I don't think it's that she doesn't want you. I think it's just that she has that addiction that she has to continue to feed. And it's all the pain of, you know, that feeling gets better as well. You know, like it, there's always going to be that in the back of your head of what do I do or how can I make this right? But like I said, you know, kind of earlier, there's nothing that you can do to change the situation. If it's gotten this bad and it's gotten to the point where she's coded and she's doing drugs while pregnant and things like that, there's not a whole lot you can do. You're not going to be able to change her. She's going to have to want that herself. So I think at this point, Alexa, your best bet is to have an incredible relationship with your daughter and give her the things that you were not given as a child and give her the love that you lacked from your mother. And make sure that she never, ever feels like you felt from your mom. And 
honestly, as bad and as awful as it may sound, but cut that negativity out of your life. You know, if you have to, I've blocked family members, so I don't have to see their stuff. I, you know, don't have relationships or talk to any of them. And it makes just, it just makes life a whole lot easier. Um, you know, and who knows, maybe one day she will change. And if she does, then that's great. But you can't sit around and continue to hurt and continue to wonder and ask yourself why. And you can't continue to blame yourself because of her actions. So I don't want you to sit there and harbor and blame yourself and why she doesn't want me and, you know, X, Y, and Z just because her addiction. So I want you to continue to move forward and continue to just be the best mother that you can be for your daughter and have a great relationship with her and just be a good person, you know, be kind to other people and just take what you have seen and make that a stepping stone and step over that stone and learn from those experiences and make sure that you are, you never fall into that same cycle. And then I don't want to like block her out because, you know, what, what, What's, what is she going to do when she gets older? You know, she's never had a job. She's been made. That's not your problem. You I know, know you're, you're her daughter, Alexa, and that is not your problem. So you have to quit worrying about what somebody else is doing because it's their act. Their actions put them there. So you have to give her a little bit of tough love and you have to, you have to kind of like the old saying, you made your bed, you got to lay in it kind of thing. Um, you know, what, what happens to her when she gets older is a direct correlation of the actions that she did while she was young and the things that she did and her life that she lived. So that's nothing that you can change and you're going to have to live your life and let her live hers. And until she's ready to change that, then, you know, there's not a whole lot that you can do about that. So I would just continue to just do what you're doing and kind of put blinders on, worry about you and your daughter and your family and, you know, don't, don't take someone else's actions and, and give yourself consequences for somebody else's actions because she has to take the consequences for her own actions. I hope that that helps you a little bit. And I hope that, you know, gives you a little bit of, um, you know, closure on how you can walk forward and, you know, in your journey and be a good mom and just not, not give her or not show her the things that you were you faced right well i surely appreciate your advice well thank you i appreciate you for being on the show and thanks for listening everything will work out eventually one way or the other everything happens the way it's supposed to happen so just live your life every day and you know be you and be a good mom that's all you can do all right thank you so much for listening to this episode of real talk um, this was episode number five. If you or a friend is struggling with substance abuse or family issues or whatever you may be struggling with and just need someone to talk to or need advice, you are welcome to always request to be on the show and get my opinion on anything. Like I said, I ain't no damn counselor, but I'm always willing to talk and give you my advice just from past experiences. Thank you so much for listening. Follow along for the next episode. 